0: Most of you have no foundation at all. Now the trouble's with your attitude. Oh, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America.
1: <laughs> I don't like the fact that when, as soon as I walk outside of my house, it is going to be Niagara Falls running down the crack of my ass. Shut up and sit down. Last time on the show. Yeah, you like that? Ooh, you like that, buddy? Ooh, what's, it, what's it smell like? It's yeah, a check. Yeah. It's a check. Yeah. Here's your money. Here's Sit. Sit. Okay, take your money. Take your money. Now, don't ever vote Democrat again. And don't ever ask for more money. <laughs> wow
2: Wow Our triumphant return
1: Folks, we're here And we are not queer, but we're okay with people that are
2: That's uh, that's very true That is very, very true um, Just so everyone knows uh, Critical Mass, we're back And now we will be in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Thanks everyone. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Wow, just fantastic. What's it been? 2 months?
2: Almost. It feels like forever. Yeah. Don't like it. I've missed
1: you. I've I've missed your profile.
2: Yeah, I know. Oh, cuz <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> Now it's weird. Oh, there it is. Oh, there he is. Oh, uh, new setup. Uh, so Dan, can you hey, see the side of my
1: face? and My huge nose. Well, you know, you know, once enough people die of this coronavirus, then we'll be allowed to be in the studio together because we'll have herd immunity.
2: That is that. I guess that's how that works, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, four hundred thousand plus people have now died um at the time president elect biden and jill biden um did a little memorial or or was it kamala harris i'm not sure i don't know who was there i didn't watch it but i heard that they did a nice little ceremony yeah. for 400,000 people that had died you know it's interesting if you go back a year from from now and we even look at our shows and we kind of digest what was happening as it was as it was going on i don't know that i would have guessed 400,000 people would have died i mean how could
2: how could we have with the information that we had i mean literally our government did nothing about the coronavirus and let it kill that many americans um
1: but but their people stocks were okay weren't they
2: well yes uh but what's funny funny what's great is since biden solidified his presidential win okay um stock prices have gone up the the stock market has sur- been surging yeah but
1: that's under, the under Biden, it usually it was gonna does. crash it usually does of course because any republican that that looks ahead and says oh a democrat will be in charge what means communism and the fall of capital capitalism altogether but uh, most people will tell you that the stock market you know rises and falls because of <laughs> speculation and and when you get a new president people typically feel hopeful it's true there's not many people that are feeling dread when when a president takes office um and so except for maybe four years ago um but because (laughs) but because he was such a business insider those people that own stocks were willing to buy more so things did well for them um it's true but yeah the stock market always takes a little bit of a bump during um you know a turnover in presidencies and the question is whether or not it will sustain that. But again, that's a small fraction of the economy. The economy is so much more than just stocks.
2: Well, yeah, and that's, that's what's annoying is when people that you clearly know know nothing about the economy or stocks, then they begin to tell you about it. And the reason that I know that they don't know – is because I don't know a lot about the economy and I know that I'm smarter than this specific person. (laughs) So there (laughs) is no way that they know more. Like I know like there's folks, even I make fun of them. You know what I mean? And I know that they know way more than I do about the economy. Like I just, I just know that based on how they're explaining it, based on how they're speaking, even folks that that have been supportive of Trump that I've spoken to that have discussed the economy, I, I know that they know more than I do because the economy, you know, for those that that sold stocks and et cetera, et cetera, they did do well under Trump. But that's such a one sided view and how much we lost during his presidency, which is humanity, humanity. But I want to I wanted yeah. to say this something I've been thinking about all day um, because we're back. And remember that we talked about together, we said one of the driving forces of us creating the show was the inauguration of Donald Trump and him being president. And we felt like we needed to take a stand to speak against this. And we, a a podcast formed and here we are, you know, we've been in the business since 2017. It's 2021. I'm proud of every one of these years. Um, But I honestly feel like our show is the reason Biden was elected or I'm sorry that Biden was inaugurated today <laughs> I mean you know what i mean Are you, do you follow me <laughs> but it's,
1: that's that's the um they called it the walk oh no the um fuck what do they say the walk of the president or i don't I know the name of that but that's that's what he walked out like he left the inauguration to that music. Yes, that's. It's I, like, I. It's like the that. unofficial, like, or the official, like, president, like, when he's walking, music. The president
2: theme, the president theme song, like Vader, like Darth Vader has a theme. Yes. Like the, the the president right. has a theme, I and mean, you have to you you have to have right. a theme, today. Yeah. To go anywhere, really, but. Uh, Dan, what would be your
1: theme?
2: Oh God, um, creep. Brock, was by Oasis. Like,
1: no creep is by creep is by Radiohead.
2: radiohead same thing
1: (laughs) i'm a creep and by the way no they're not the same thing but they are both british so i'll give you that yeah well i'm being american (laughs) (laughs) they're Um, not from here listen i listened to the whole thing live stream uh, on my phone as i work today um but i did have some technical issues i it just kept pausing on me so i don't like you? Stop
2: And technical issues
1: yeah it was weird um but i was okay. able to essentially listen to about a half hour 45 minutes prior to the beginning of the ceremony and then about the same afterwards mm-hmm. um so i heard pretty much everything now there was one thing but i didn't have a visual so something happened it looked at, it looked as if maybe someone tripped or fell on the way in
2: To be honest, I don't know anything
1: about that. Well, maybe Um, our listeners can help educate us by emailing us at criticalmass69. Criticalmasspodcast69. Podcast 69 at at gmail.com. Yeah, Um, send us an email. and, and, And also something funny happened, I guess, in transition from something happened between someone singing and then talking that was very funny, but they weren't talking about it at all they just i guess if you were watching something very funny i don't know
2: that i i had a crazy day at work today and i couldn't watch it but like you i was listening to it Mm -hmm. um and uh, you know there's a lot of points to take from it um if you don't mind and dan you tell me i i have a little bit of uh the beginning of biden's speech queued up here for the listeners Mm -hmm. um do you mind if i play a little bit of that maybe we can we can talk about it yeah maybe it'll jog my memory Maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit of it
1: now.
0: Chief Justice Roberts, Vice President Harris, Speaker Pelosi, Leader Schumer, Leader McConnell, Vice President Pence, my uh, distinguished guests, my fellow Americans, this is America's day. This is democracy's day, a day of history and hope, of renewal and resolve. Through a crucible for the ages, America has been tested anew, and America has risen to the challenge. Today, we celebrate the triumph not of a candidate, but of a cause, the cause of democracy, the people the will of the people has been heard and the will of the people has been heeded. We've learned again that democracy is precious. Democracy is fragile. And at this hour, my friends, democracy has prevailed.
2: Okay. So I I got a lot out of just the beginning of the speech. And I mean, listeners, if you want to hear the whole thing, it's available on YouTube. Um, just search, you know, Joe Biden inauguration speech. It's right at the top. Um, we're not going to be playing the whole thing on the show. i um, sorry to disappoint. Um, but r- <laughs> really the point is two, twofold. Number one, he was, um, a coherent human being, <laughs>
1: With with a vocabulary who spoke in sentences longer than three or four words, he was a per, a
2: boy with a stutter. He he had a stutter like, and he was able to do that. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, and that's impressive. And then number two, it's so simple to just talk about like a triumph for the country and not himself. It wasn't all this. I'm winning. We won. I won. We won. His mm-hmm. speech was focused on unity. His speech was focused on listen whether or not you voted for me, like I'm going to be out there for you.
1: Yeah, and that I, was my takeaway. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah, what uh, what what do you think about that? Talk talk to me, Daniel.
1: Well, I mean, if we're going to be truly honest here, whether or not it's a Republican president or a Democrat, Democratic president. Sure. I think you expect a certain level of, you know, just going through the motions, saying what needs to be said and saying these, you know, over the top, uh, inf- you know, spiritual and influential things, you know, like it's a new day and things like that. You know, I get it. They're tropes. I mean, sure. He has to. Anyone would have to. No one's going to get up there and go fuckers. I won. ha. <laughs> so, you know, someone gets paid to write the speech. You know, he didn't write it.
2: Um, no, maybe parts of but- it.
1: I'm sure he he looked looked it over and said, "Okay, this is good. This is good. Let's take this out. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, beyond all the things that we expect to hear a president say during their inaugural speech, I heard. We need to come together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: And and I think it's a tall order, though. I think it is. He's asking he's asking a lot. And the question. But he
2: said that, too. He 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 made it clear that he knows that that's a tall order.
1: Yeah. And I, I appreciate his, his honesty, his candor. Sure. Um, I, I think that he could have talked about so many things, the economy, the coronavirus, which, yes, he touched on here and there. But the overall theme was that he desperately wants to, just like his campaign slogan, heal the nation. He wants yes. to heal this nation. He wants to bring us together. He said, even if it doesn't, we don't have to agree on it, on everything. We just have to agree to disagree. We just have to yeah. be civil.
2: No, exactly. Exactly. And the key, the question becomes, can the other side be that way? Number one. And number two, dude do we really want them to be? Do do we really want to be unified with people that have done and said the things that they have done and said, thinking, wholeheartedly thinking that Trump was going to be president forever? Have you read any of the QAnon stuff over the past week? No. Dan, I dare you to look some of that up. I'm going to tell you right now. This was what there was one that said, no joke, that mm-hmm. Biden and Trump were going to trade faces. So when you see Biden getting sworn in, it's really Trump as a deep state cover. Mm-hmm. That is, I believe, the focus of the movie Face Off QAnon. Um, wow. Uh, there was you another stole one. the
1: plot of face. Off.
2: <laughs> exactly. There was another one that said that. It was going to be either Sunday afternoon to Monday morning at 9 a.m. that all of the power would be cut on the entire United States and our TVs would come on and Trump would be inaugurated as the 19th president of the United States because that's how many real presidents we've had. The rest were all part of shells uh, and some deep state thing. And that makes sure you is have this enough... The-
1: Is this the lizard people thing? The
2: conspiracy theorists. Crazy conspiracy theorists people. And all of it ends with Trump. Um, All of it ended with Trump has 500 indictments that he will be reading aloud for the Hollywood elite and the DC elite. And they would all be getting into trouble for all their crazy cabal. Their cabal was going to be taken down. What's amazing is... None of that happened. Mm -hmm. And the QAnon social media literally says, let's not think about what happened. Let's think about the friends we made on the way.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The conspiracy theory, like, he didn't even say the words conspiracy theorists, but he said something like, I don't know, people that are that are watching fake news or he, he alluded to just not getting yours right,
0: <laughs> which yeah. is
1: basically everyone on the right. And I I hate to say that, but unfortunately, that's that's the world we live in now, isn't it? Well, like, there's the Lincoln I, Project. I, don't, I haven't run into I haven't run into one single Republican <clears throat> that that has said any sort of sensible thing. Like I, I, haven't run I into have not any though. Republican that's just like all that bullshit is stupid. Um, I just happen to believe in lower taxes
2: <laughs> well no so there are many Republicans those of which I've had conversations with that uh-huh. are flat out I'm an economic Republican I am a conservative yeah, yeah. in terms of the economy um, I don't believe in all these welfare programs um, and then you say well what do you think of Trump and they're like oh fuck him no way, because yeah. that doesn't because back in the day it was there the conservatives were genuinely that and the liberals were genuinely that. There wasn't you know, nowadays if you're a conservative, you're and you're part of the cult of Trump, you are a violent insurrectionist. I mean, they now have a red letter that'll be on them forever. They actually attacked the United States Capitol building. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but to go back just for a second. When yeah, someone yeah, says yeah, they are yeah. an economic conserva- 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 conservatist? conservative, economic conservative, 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 I know this is wrong and I know it's short-sighted, but when I hear that, all I hear is, I don't want black people to take my money. That's you're, what I hear.
2: It's okay for you to hear that. Sometimes it's true. That's why you're hearing that. Yeah. Because sometimes it's actually true what you're saying. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to put myself in those people's shoes who are uh, saying these things that like, you know, I don't want my my tax money to go towards welfare programs. Mm. The If they've done any research, then they would understand that the, the welfare program, the safety, social safety net is what keeps us from being a what we used to call a third world country, now a developing yeah. world country. Yes. So. So that's what we would have is, is enormous, enormous, even worse, uh, wealth gaps. Of course, we have a wealthy class and an absolute untouchable riding the tops of trains, fucking poor class. Like that's the country we would live in,
2: but they can't think um, five years ahead. See a Republican, I'm sorry, four years, a Republican's right. brain only functions for four years ahead there is no more future than the four years because they're focused on who's the pre- who the president is and that's yeah. something like today um someone from work was blowing me up about joe oh, well, biden oh, well, went- sleepy joe and i'm like dude do you want to know how quick i'm not going to get a sign for my front yard do you want to know how quick i'm not going to hang a biden flag up cuz i'm not a fucking psychopath okay right. like don't talk to me when you put signs up in your yard, if you want to put up an American flag or whatever flag you want to fine. But when you put up a Trump flag, that's that's saluting a demagogue that. Yeah. A how, demagogue, long, a demagogue.
1: how long will we, will we see these flags? How long will they be up? Because I, I still see them.
2: Oh, yeah. So do I. And it's insane.
1: But it's helpful because,
2: yeah. you know, don't like trick or treating. No, no, hon. You're not going to that door. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's you're not true. ringing that doorbell. Look, that's at that, true. F- that. That's a, a fucking whack in... job. That brings me to another point. Um, Kicking Trump off of Twitter and kicking all these QAnon and racist fucks off of um, Parler and all the other social media sites, I think was a mistake. I understand that there's good reason because Mm. what they're doing is giving them a platform to mount another insurrection and, and say a bunch of awful things, et cetera, et cetera especially with Donald Trump, who was inciting a lot of these uh, problems. Almost right? all of them. Putting, putting fuel on the fire. Sure. But why I think it was a, a mistake to push these people into the further corner black areas of the Internet uh, was that now we don't know who they are. We can't trace them. Um, the, the two major networks that these people are using right now are encrypted. And so we, there's nothing tying them to what they're saying anymore. And we can't really keep an eye on them as well. The FBI is having a harder time. So it's just like you were saying with the Trump flags being out. Great. Now I know who you are. Yes. And I think that they, they should have been allowed to stay on parlor or Facebook or whatever because then we know who they are. And but... when, I remember during the Charlottesville thing when everybody showed up without masks and everybody was like, oh, my God. They're not wearing their white hoods like that's fucking Gary. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, great. Now we know.
2: Yes, that's true. But however, you have to weigh the dangers. And and what I, have you ever I just read um the tolerance paradox. I read an abridged version of Plato's uh, musings on the tolerance paradox. Are you familiar with the tolerance paradox?
1: only because of what you've posted and it it's very interesting. Yes, yeah, so it makes a lot of
2: sense. you you it's impossible to be fully tolerant.
1: To be truly tolerant because then you would be tolerant of those who are not. Correct. And then by doing so you're giving them power and then
2: they take over. Know,
1: they, they take over. Yeah. And
2: then there's no tolerance. There's zero tolerance. Right. Um right. so the question becomes Is it more dangerous to give them the platform to do what happened at the Capitol Mm -hmm. versus the FBI tracking them now through these things, or even us doing it through social media. Now there is a programmer who is a hero who ended up being able to find source for parlor and was able to get every single person on there, their address and a lot of them, their social security information. In fact, some of these groups told these folks to take a picture of the front and back of their driver's license and submit it to their group within parlor. Wow. Like, first of all, any group online, I don't care if it's Bed Bath & Beyond or Target that asked me to take a picture of the front and back of my driver's license. I won't be doing that. No, mm-hmm. thanks. But these yeah. are yeah for Trump. God, King Trump. I'm going to do it. Um, God, King Trump. And then and and then they they hacked all the information and were able to turn that over to the FBI, so that's they can start making arrests.
1: Yeah, that's good. And, and you know, at first I was pretty upset that we weren't immediately capturing thousands of insurrectionists as they stormed the Capitol. Um, even days later, I hadn't heard much about anyone except for maybe one or two people that are sitting in Nancy Pelosi's desk. I'm like, these are the guys. How about the guy that bludgeoned the Capitol police officer to death with a fucking fire extinguisher?
2: Yeah, what's he doing? Dan, wait. Blue lives matter, though, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. More paradoxical talk here. It's if of blue lives matter, unless we're trying to storm a, a public building. <laughs> um, but th- there's a lot to be said. A lot happened over the last two months. Um. That yeah. that whole thing, and I heard someone's opinion today that I actually kind of agreed with on, on the right, which was that you have a lot of Trump supporters there that, that may have actually intended to be peaceful the entire time. Um, but for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and we know how the mob mentality works, you know, they reached a fever pitch.
2: I don't okay. believe it, though. I don't believe that they went there looking for peace. Did you see Jordan Klepper when he went to yes. the Capitol riot? These people were carrying weapons. These people were carrying guillotines. There was a guillotine there. They were carrying zip ties. Mike
1: Pence with, yeah. yeah.
2: That I want to talk about in a bit as well in our second segment.
1: Yeah. Um, But I do believe that there was, I mean, if there was thousands of people there, there had to be at least 20, 30% that were just like, yeah, we're going to go to the Capitol and we're going to make our voices heard. And then when they get there, it, it turns into something worse because of the 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 words of the president. But I mean, and yes, Giuliani, by the way, who should not be off the hook.
2: Giuliani should be taken out back behind the shed. Um, he, but I
1: mean, there's talk about getting his license revoked.
2: Yeah, they want to de- uh, disbar him, which would be fucking great. Did you, you know Trump stopped payments to him? Oh, that I read that story. Yeah. I, la- I laughed so hard. Yes, I laughed so yes. hard. I couldn't even breathe. Um, but the, the thing is though, with those people that are like, okay, I'm just going to go. Cause it's just gonna be a protest, you know, Right. when you get there and you see a man wearing a camp Auschwitz hoodie and you yeah. stay there.
1: Yeah. That's a like, good point.
2: That's a, I, and, and I don't want to take credit for that. Um, someone else posted that online. Like that's a good barometer. For whether or not, like, <laughs> you're at the right place. You know what I mean? Like, right. and I, I've yeah. always said, I attribute this to me. If I go to a party, like with a bunch of my friends, like, like back in the day, like we're going to a party and I show up to the party and they've got swastika flags hanging out, uh, hanging up around the house, I'm yeah. going to leave.
1: Right. You know, or stay.
2: <laughs> no i won't no? stay no, um okay. why don't we take a break okay when we come back we're going to talk more about uh the inauguration we're going to talk about the capital we're going to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff um so just stick around we'll be right All back
0: right.
1: wonder attack that's not funny <laughs> serenity I now
2: internet location near you we're don't forget a
1: your daily source for geeky pop culture news reviews interviews and so much more so as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe don't forget to travel safe
0: and don't forget a towel
1: all right folks and welcome back and uh we do have it's not exactly a sponsor but uh rocko and i wrote a book we did and we're yeah and we're gonna be uh, hawking it if you will uh, right on the show here it's our it's our only way really to uh, you know get it out to the masses and we're not we don't we're not sure about the title yet but we'll come up with one soon it's um we're gonna be releasing it's gonna be published independently and uh look for it on our facebook page but it'll be a how-to guide on dealing with either republicans or trump supporters or really just conspiracy theorists um Aka the mentally ill, um, yeah. And it'll be by critical mass, and um, you know, no ghost writers. Just just Rocco and I. A lot of banter in it, but it's it's going to be a really helpful guide on how to maneuver life from now on, uh, knowing that you have a loved one that may be a conspiracy theorist, aka Trump supporter, Republican, conservative, whatever you want to call it. I mean, there's lots of different words, but they mean the same thing. Yes. fucking crazy. <clears> throat> yeah. Throat> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So thank you, Dan.
2: So for uh four, 14 and a half payments of twenty-eight dollars mm-hmm. and fifty-three cents, this that's could right. be yours. Ooh. That's right. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh so yeah. So Dan uh, I gotta I gotta give it up to someone, an unlikely um person. Um, but someone who finally found their soul, I guess. And that and that's, that's Mike Pence. Pence severed his ties with Trump uh, when the Capitol attack happened and they were calling for his head. He called in the he's the one who ended up calling in the National Guard from what I've been what I've read.
1: Yeah, he wasn't technically allowed to, but he did anyways.
2: I mean, he had to they were calling for his head. Yeah. Um and the thing is is at the end of the day he threw Pence completely under the bus. Now don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Pence is a wacko. He oh, is one yeah. of these religious zealots. He's a zealot. Jesus wouldn't like him. No period. okay And, and I, mean, I know
1: Jesus personally and I could tell you he would he would not be into a guy like Mike Pence.
2: I've met Jesus, okay, I was really drunk. Yeah it was on Main Street. I'm and you're taking sure.
1: an, an entire flute—that's what they call it—an entire flute of peyote.
2: That's true. Yes. Um, anyway, he seemed like a nice guy. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, he's a whack—he's a whack job. He's a whackadoo. Period. Yeah. Um, so I'm not trying to defend that. You know, I'm well, just—and
1: and furthermore, just days before the insurrection, he was still saying that the election was rigged and was stolen. I mean, he was continuing to dispouse lies. Who, Pence? Yes.
2: No, Pence was Pence. I mean, he he certified that.
1: Days before the insurrection, days before the certification. He was still – he was in Florida or something, and he was still saying that, that, that it was stolen, that it, that it was rigged. I knew Trump I has been
2: saying that, and I, I know a lot of his lackeys were saying that.
1: Pence but... was – was they were talking about it on the inauguration this morning, and, and and the fact that that's why you see all these ex-presidents and ex-vice presidents being all chummy with each other, and yet Pence and his wife were sitting back there uh, kind of loners and not really talking to many people. But you did see Obama turn around like kind of like this and give him a nod – like, hey, thank you for being here. We respect this. But, you know, almost too little too late. Well, but yeah. I, I, I personally think that I, I'm with you. Like, I'm glad that he did have a change of heart and, and chose to do the right thing. Yes. I, I do, however, think that he might have had ulterior motives, which is that he wants to have a future in, in politics. And he's and not? That, I don't yeah, think he's yeah, going to gonna happen. On, well, he could. But to do then on a national level, you've got to play ball. Well. You
0: know,
2: yeah, you're you're gonna have to. You have to play by the rules. And I know right. these people were like, "Oh, Trump. That's why I liked him. He didn't play by the rules." Trump didn't just not play by the political rules. Trump didn't play by regular by human right. rights rules.
1: Yeah, you know the statutory rules. Yeah, he didn't follow those either. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Hey, um, but this I. Is, this is a man. Who purposely and intentionally walked into the dressing room of a teenage beauty pageant,
2: and admitted it multiple times.
1: Doesn't follow rules,
2: but he Dan, the party of family values, fuck out of here family values it's the party of people that like to say that they're the party of family values Mm -hmm. it's the group of people that point out the uh someone had posted and i liked it republicans or christians or republican christians whatever it was live in a house full of windows but do not live in a house with any mirrors
1: that's right and that's a great that's a great quote
2: and, and it's just like, wow, that's so right on. Like, listen, mm-hmm. I, I cast judgment on plenty of people, Dan, you know that, but are you no. also, <laughs> but you also know that I'm well aware that I'm a huge piece of shit. Like a I'm giant very self, turd. I'm self-aware. I am yes. self-aware that I'm a yes, piece of are. shit. Okay.
1: Yeah. And it's almost aggravating how aware you are of it. Oh because yeah. It's like nothing, nothing can stop you. No no I'm unstoppable you know, I, I try to call we try to call you out left and right hey but Rocco you're a piece of shit because of this and that and you go yeah I know
2: I know <laughs> I'm aware <laughs>
1: we just, yeah uh,
2: you know but anyway but, furthermore with yeah
1: pens let me just say this okay terrible human being sure um, over overall yes overall but he's he has come to a sense is whether or not it was for his political future or just because he believed in what was right for America, he did the right thing and we have to applaud yeah. him for that. Right. Yeah, sure. Sure. So at the end of the day, we're happy. Um, and if he hadn't, I mean, I don't know. They, they, We would still have Biden as president. You know what I mean? It still would have happened, but him being there, I think was a signal to a lot of Republicans that it's like, all right, just move on. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. And a
2: lot of, a lot of Republicans minus that infantile sycophant Ted Cruz, I was telling my brother, by the way, speaking of Ted Cruz, I was telling my brother, I was, I was driving and I said, I said, I have this sexual fantasy about Ted Cruz. And he said, what? And I said, yeah, it's a dude fills a tube sock with a padlock and just beats (laughs) the shit out of Ted Cruz. (laughs) And I just, Jerk off to it. <laughs> That's my fantasy, and you know my brother's like you have problems. And I said I check, know.
1: Check Pornhub. It's probably on there. There
2: you go. But the point is, is that minus people like him. Oh, that is your penis. Minus people. <laughs> this isn't chat roulette. Um. Minus people like him. You know, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Okay. Um. Minus people like that. There are a lot of Republicans that are. Moving away, even Mitch McConnell, which I was like, uh, "Turtle Man, dinosaur, dinosaur, Turtle Man," has stepped away from Trump,
1: which is odd because he's at his gotta be close to retirement, close to death. Hopefully, I mean, he did just win a reelection campaign, which fucking really disappoints.
2: Kentucky's dumb; it's a dumb (laughs) state full (laughs) of dumb people. If you're listening and you're from Kentucky. fuck you
1: dude why we've talked about this yeah
2: louisville louisville
1: louisville yeah but the problem is is that kentucky only has like one major hub louisville that's it that's the major economic and cultural center of the state louisville the rest of it is backwoods banjo picking brother fucking shit i mean then
2: louisville didn't do well enough
1: right Okay, Louisville. what
2: have you done for me lately, Louisville? They're not,
1: they're not the entire state. You know, wow. I I have, we have some, my wife and I have some friends that live down there in Louisville, of course. And, you know, I can tell you that there's a, there's just, it's a, it's a very blue area. It's educated, it's cultured, it's smart, it's wonderful. But outside those city lines, man, you're in the hills. I mean, you're in the hills. Brother. Sure. Sure.
2: Yeah. Um, It's just like, I, I don't know. Fuck Mitch McConnell. And I, I stand by my words on Kentucky. But as we've already gone over, I'm a piece of shit, um, you know, but even for McConnell to turn his back on Trump. What I love is the PGA has removed all Trump properties from the tour.
1: I mean, the fact that they even had him on the beginning with is still upsetting. But I understand.
2: You know no, I mean? uh, good. You're doing the right thing. Um. Forbes put out an article stating that they're that um if you worked in the Trump administration at all good luck finding a job because any companies that hire you moving forward are just going to assume that you're a liar. There's a whole well, Forbes article just wishing them luck. Um you know
1: that's interesting cuz Forbes leans right.
2: Well, they you know that I mean,
1: wasn't an- not the right but they can they tend to lean right.
2: I mean, I don't know. That was the article that I read and I thought it was fantastic. And it's just it's these people that are going to get their comeuppance because they didn't just do a bad thing. They did a horrible thing enabling a a fascist movement within the United States that are quick to point out that the non-fascist, the most telling portion is that Antifa, which is not a corporation or a business at all, but they're calling an organization that Antifa, the quote unquote organization is fascist. Like
1: and that. The anti-fascist organization is fascist.
2: <laughs> it's, it's mind numbingly <laughs> stupid. And, and, you know, it, it's, it's, they're just so dumb. And then um, Donald Trump, uh, I don't know if you listened to any of his speech this morning. Cause he, you know, wasn't going to be no, at the inauguration.
1: I did not have a chance. Have a chance to,
2: so no. he said he wants to create a third political party called the Patriot Party. Um, Dan, quick Google search will tell you that the Patriot Party already exists and it's a yeah. socialist party. Oh, wow. So, like, I, I was He's talking such a
1: fucking idiot.
2: Dude, I was talking to my wife this morning and we. she's not a political person. But I said to her, I say, you know what frustrates me? I said, wait,
1: it was after the nine o'clock cutoff because they're not allowed to speak before nine.
2: I don't know. Sure. The president.
1: No women.
2: Oh, yes. No, it was after the nine o'clock nine o'clock cutoff. That's right. correct. Any,
1: I've had my coffee. It's nine o'clock. Now you can speak to me. It, That's the correct.
2: Word. Correct. It was after that. Thank God. Cause she would have, you know, I would have given her a, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. but in all seriousness, uh, yeah. I said, you know, what frustrates me about that is that if you, if you just pull up your smartphone and you just do a quick Google, unless Google banned them too. Um, but uh, if, you do, if you do a quick <laughs> Google search, like if I'm going to come out and talk to a bunch of people and start a new party, the first thing I'm going to do is see if the, the name is already taken. Right. By anything prominent, you do a quick Google search. Top thing you'll find is the Patriot party, which is a United States political party is a socialist party. That's the first thing you find. If Donnie was so smart, bigly with his big brain and his smart, bigly brain, he would have done that.
1: He's a stable genius. I mean, stable genius. You're right. Um, there's there's just so much to unpack over the last four years. I mean we we've, we've tried our darndest to do that, and, and I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I saw something the other day, and I just I am absolutely flabbergasted. And this was just this was before the insurrection. Okay. This, this was before a bunch of domestic terrorists who – okay, sidebar. Okay, I'll go into this real quick. Okay. The people that stormed the Capitol, they believe in their minds that they were being patriotic. In their minds, they were doing what was just and right and righteous. I mean, you yeah. have to agree, right? Well, well isn't yeah. that what a terrorist thinks, too?
2: Yes. They're – dude they're uh what's it called they're what did somebody jokingly called them the uh um oh my god vanilla isis that's it yes there's no difference they're the ones that are like we don't want muslims in because they want to kill americans but we want to kill americans too
1: what yeah yeah and and isis is going we don't want westerners or americans in because they want to kill us and they believe in their their rhetoric. I mean, these people are brainwashed. They believe conspiracy theories. Yes. That's what a terrorist is. They believe these wild, crazy, awful ideas. They indoctrinate people. They get them in. They train them in their little militias out in the woods. That's what terrorist groups do. It's a terrorist cell.
2: Whether it's the woods or the desert, you're. Well, it's, it's the, same, the thing. same
1: thing. It's You're secluded because you know what you're doing is stupid and wrong. Mm-hmm and and you're just brainwashing people it's sad it's a cult terrorist organization
2: it 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 is no no you're
1: you're you're right yeah so before all that happened i saw i saw a truck and on the side of the truck it's just a pickup truck it had a sign a side on the sign of it a sign on the side of the truck that said New York SAFE Act. Now, let's be let's be specific for those listeners that are not listening or that are listening outside of New York. SAFE, I don't know what the acronym actually stands for, but Governor Cuomo passed the SAFE Act uh, after one of the uh, dozens of school shootings. I can, honestly cannot put my finger on it.
0: it just That's how many spin the dial. That we've
1: had. Right. Who knows? Who knows how many kids have to die before we take the guns away, right? Or at least put actual restrictions on them but common sense laws uh, yeah he put a a law out there that said or an act that said there's no reason to own what is it uh semi-automatic ar-15 it's it's
2: magazine size
1: my magazine size so you can still own the gun you just it has to be a smaller a a
2: smaller magazine so in essence uh, a mass shooting would be more difficult because you'd have to change out mags. And in that process, a cop could, you know, take you down
1: or or a citizen could tackle you. Something point. like that. Right. So so because the New York state is actually filled with a lot of conservative gun owning fat bearded fucks, Yes, They're angry at Cuomo because he enacted the SAFE Act, which says you can't have an AR-15 or a semi-automatic weapon, that is, with a larger magazine. A high-capacity so magazine. Yeah. So this one says, I will not comply. The New York SAFE Act, I will not comply. What, what fucking country are we living in? Where a white man can drive around in his truck that literally says "I will not follow your laws." Yep. But a black man can't go jogging
2: with a hoodie on, carrying Skittles.
1: Well, I was talking about the guy. What's his face down in Georgia?
2: Well, yeah, there was that. Was There's jogging. that too. <laughs> but I mean, again, but, just like school shootings, spin the dial. Yeah,
1: yeah. Pick a, pick a black there, guy because there have been so many yeah no, um it's just absurd to me we're, like you driving around saying i'm going to break the law or i am breaking the law right now fuck off it's and unreal th- if it, it if is. i was a cop i would i would find on un- un- it's just not i don't know it's awful but if i were actually a cop you remember Starsky and hutch at least the yeah the recent one yeah i would be i would be that cop who was like literally giving tickets to everybody for everything oh you How would you'd cop- be the worst I would. How would a cop drive around, see that and like not pull that guy over? You know you why? You're not can I, can I
2: tell you why? Go ahead. Because the guy in that truck was a cop too. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, they're, they're just all in cahoots with each other. So it doesn't really matter. Um, the thing about the safe act yeah. though, is that I don't agree with it because it's a half measure.
0: Mm.
2: Um, and magazine like too
1: little, too little, too late is what you. No mean.
2: magazine capacity. How about doing the the whole? You don't need a gun or a rifle unless it is a licensed hunting rifle. Right. Who is going hunting? Is
1: military, right. Exactly. No one. I don't. A, a semi-automatic weapon is not a hunting rifle. Listen. It never has never will be.
2: Listen. I support the second amendment and the portion that everyone forgets to read well regulated. That is, that is in the second amendment well regulated. I grew up around guns. I have a gun. My brother who is a screaming liberal has many guns. Okay. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you what they're not. They're not our Facebook profile pictures, right? They're not in my vehicle i will never i will never show it to you i don't want you to know i have it my brother's the same way with his gun collection he'll go to the range here and there but he doesn't flout the or or tout the fact that he has all these guns you you know what i mean it's a sickness it's an it's an illness it's a mental illness so when it comes to the safe act Mm -hmm. okay but like can you do something that makes a little more sense
0: in terms of laws
1: even if you want to tone that down and say that it's not a mental illness, I think you have to at least admit that in every grown man that you see wearing a shirt with a gun on it, you, all you really see is, is a little boy who never grew up. I well, mean, the fascination in this country with guns starts at a young age.
2: It, it does, but, but it's, it's just – it's insecurity is what I see. Yeah. Is yeah, is a, I is a bunch yeah. of men that are just so insecure. Like um I I collect toys. Everyone that probably listens to this show knows. I collect toys and comics. I made fun of some dude because of his gun collection and he made fun of my toys. And I'm like I'm a secure enough man who's enjoys the size of his penis enough to to have all these action figures behind me on my shelf. I don't need well, a killing I don't need a killing machine in my house because I'm insecure about pleasuring a woman.
1: Yeah. If, and, and I'm sorry. I
2: I'm very, I, I think
1: I, sometimes that's the case, but I think realistically, I think it's just an insecurity about who they are in general, that men are taught to be the protectors and they see guns as a protection. And because they don't know any other way to be courageous or to use their mind to protect they just, the easy way out is a gun. Yes. And
2: that's, and that's exactly it. Like I've been doing um, a lot of boxing lessons online. Um, I've been doing it a lot. I've lost a whole bunch of weight. I'm really proud of it. Um, and you, you look sick. Th- I, I think I know. Oh, I, oh, I got the vid. Um, no. Uh, but what I'm saying mm. is there is a confidence that is built in me that if shit were to hit the fan, I, I, have a better idea of how to throw a punch. Now, whether or not I come out of that fight <laughs> uh, on the winning side, that's to be told. Um, but
1: the fact of the matter I is, say, I will say you do have a good fight or flight reflex. You're, I do. You're very, you're very fight and not flight. And we've been in some hairy situations, you and I, and I've, I've admired how given your small stature, you, you, you stand up, you really do. You're just like, no, fuck this.
2: Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, I mean that, and the amount of liquor I've had uh, usually are helpful, but what I'm saying is it's these men that their fight or flight is whether they have a nine millimeter on them or not. And that to me, that's just sad. That's like, that's the kid that cheats at, uh, at a board game, you know, put your fists up and fight. Yeah. It is
1: cheating. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Fight if you lose you live to see another day at least you live if you fight somebody
1: it's it's i'm trying to pinpoint it it's this sick fascination with the whole like swat mentality of like coming into a room and like having your gun at a certain angle and like you know crouching down and checking the area and, and, and moving with signs and shit like that's that's what they love so much. They are obsessed with it. They want a room full of guns and ammo mm-hmm. and tactical gear. And all they want is to hear some rumbling or crashing in a room somewhere in their house. That's what they were born to do. It's a hero complex that they have. Yeah. They want to be the hero. They want to save the day. Yep. And they think and or believe that having their AR-15 or whatever size gun they want to carry, crouch down in a military-style position, moving from room to room is is like it's like built into them as like the ultimate way to protect your family
2: exactly they think that like and and it's just years of playing call of duty that makes them think that oh man this is like real life you want to impress me do it with a bow and arrow (laughs) with a with a knife in your mouth that's what i want to see i want to see you crouch through your house naked naked
1: you know what really impressed me is if they walked into the room of, of the drug dealer that broke into their house, looking through their jewelry box and saying, Hey, whatever you need in this house, you can take because your life is special and it's important. And you're somebody's son. And if you need help, I'm here to help you. But if sure. you need cash, here's my wallet. I just want you to get better. No, that's not their focus. That's not their goal. Their goal is to kill if you touch my TV you know and I think that's yeah. sad
2: it is it is sad you know like well they took my VCR but don't worry I shot him six times and it's right. just like well yeah. what what really like I mean don't get me wrong if you wanted to stop them physically and you may like you know bat- do uh, bat- see, do the Batman well, mentality I'll maim you but I won't kill you <laughs>
1: Look, we've had a, a pretty horrible thing happen in this town, just a few blocks away, where two children were taken out of a foster home, abducted. Yeah, and,
2: I saw that. You know, Ugh, there's, there, there
1: might be people on the other side of the aisle going, well, if that homeowner had had a gun, as soon as they heard a crash of the winter, they could have come down shooting. That's and true. those kids would have been fine. Okay, fine. I get you. I hear you there. Yeah. But let me also say this. How the fuck has not have these children up and found. I mean, Dunkin' Donuts knows where I am right now.
2: Yeah, Amazon knows where you are right now.
1: Do you understand? Like, you can't go anywhere, right? You are on a grid.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, you're right. How do you not know where these kids are? How do you not who know who these individuals were that broke into your house? the The FBI and the cops should have every information on everyone they ever wanted to know. Okay, there's no reason why they haven't found these kids yet, in my opinion. Cell phone towers go off, they're set to go off anytime someone's cell phone is being used. This, this dad of these two kids, I mean, he should be interrogated, he should be with the police constantly. I mean, his phone records should be checked. I don't know what's going on, honestly. We'll leave it to the professionals, but it's just. Whoa. To me, it's like, okay, if you don't have a gun, if you don't believe in one, and these kids were taken, we still live in 2021, don't we? That's my point. Like, no one should go missing.
2: Well, and this is how they're tracking down the people that stormed the Capitol. Exactly. And, and you know what's even funnier? These are the people who say that they're not going to get the vaccine because there are tracers in the vaccine.
1: Right, right. Right, but they're
2: right, being right. tracked by the thing in their pocket. The
1: beautiful irony. It's just oh, it's wonderful.
2: And you know what? Oh, no, so anyway, just to kind of yes, I agree with what you said, you know, the other side of the aisle, they have a point there, you know, in that mm-hmm. situation. Sure, sure, there's gonna be points on both sides, as long as the both sides are ethical. We can get into that in a second, into what I mean by that. But um quick sidebar. Uh, like you had said earlier is Trump had some really, really, really tough laws put into place during his presidency for domestic terrorists to seem strong on Antifa. And because those were put into place, (laughs) they're all affecting the Trump supporters that committed acts of domestic terrorism. Right. And the sweet, sweet irony of that is oh, it's oh my god, it sustains it's me, damn thing, yeah,
1: <laughs> it keeps me going. In it's the
2: it sustains Maybe. me,
1: yeah.
2: But I was, I, I touched on a bit the uh, what I mean, having differing opinions as long as they're ethical, and something that you know, I, I talked to someone about. I, I made a, a comment on uh, Dominic Pez Peza, the, the pez that, that guy. Um, on his, I made a comment. I said, Um, you know, back in the day, you could have a disagreement on something like health care or you know, uh, gun control things that have ethical sides to them. But, like, if you're telling me about QAnon conspiracies or that black people don't suffer racism at all, racism was right. gone, Martin Luther King destroyed racism then those aren't really other opinions. You're just stupid. Like you're just a stupid asshole. Like I can understand why someone would not want socialized medicine. Like I can get that, that I don't agree with it. I disagree, but I can understand where they're coming from. I can say, I get it, but I don't agree with you. But when you say QAnon said that Trump is going to Get all these pedophiles um, with the with their indictments, and it's coming. Oh, and um, there's no such thing as racism. Oh, and cops definitely have no KKA background whatsoever. It's like okay, so you, you're just stupid. You're just a yeah. stupid, stupid person.
1: Yeah, well, I, I mean, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that I don't think are stupid, but are definitely the type of personality that could fall victim to conspiracy theories i mean it's almost like a virus that gets in your head do you know what i mean that the person doesn't have to be an absolute moron to be to believe a conspiracy theory in fact there's a lot of intelligent people that do and i think that it, it goes beyond just whether or not you're smart or not i think it's, it's more of whether or not you're a certain type of person if your personality is open to things like that
2: i don't know man like there are some conspiracies that i i will say have credence but i don't believe i don't believe in any conspiracy theories zero i believe that there are conspiracy theories that have credence to their claims i believe that genuinely for instance 9 11 people say that was an inside job that george w bush enacted that whole thing my response is Possible, actually, that would be possible. Is that what I think? Do I believe that?
1: No, No. I'm not storming the Capitol because of it. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, think Uh, about that. Think about that dichotomy. Yeah. There were so so many people that yes hated George W. Bush, but also believed yes he he was behind 9/11 or at least knew it was going to happen and didn't say anything. And no one stormed the Capitol. No one stormed the White House.
2: If there was irrefutable proof and no one was doing anything about it, then all of us should have stormed the place. Right. But when you have so little proof of anything that you're saying, like all of the people that were at the Capitol riots and, and these people calling it protests, oh man, it makes my blood boil. Yeah. Well, you mean the Capitol protests stop calling it a protest? Yeah. It wasn't a protest. It was an insurrection
1: Yeah. is what it so, was. So, so Black and white rioters during the BLM protests are not allowed to to bust down a Target or a CVS, but you're allowed to literally kill people inside of the Capitol.
2: Yeah, it goes into what aboutism again, which is all that these people know how to do. Well, what about? Well, what about Portland? What about Portland? What about uh the Target that got burned down? What about it? Yeah. What about it? <laughs>
1: Right. What? They don't oh, have
2: a so, so you're not against that? I mean, did anybody die? Was anyone's lives threatened? Or were right. they just burning down a, a building to prove a point? And I'm sorry, my great grandparents weren't antique farm equipment. So I don't <laughs> right. know. I don't know how that feels. I don't right. know how it feels to know that yeah. family members of mine were slaves. I don't know how that feels. So, if you need to burn down a target, as long as no one is inside of it,
1: burn it down. Right. Yeah. It's, there's so much double standard. Everybody on our side gets it, you know, and we're, we're yelling into an echo chamber. Um, we're speaking to the choir. <laughs> we get it. We feel like we're on the right side of history. The problem is, they do too. We're never gonna change anything because they've made up their minds. Yeah. All we can do, and I and this is my personal opinion, all we can do is raise our children the best we can. Because eventually we're not gonna get rid of racism and hatred and intolerance, but we're gonna we're gonna shrink it down to it being a minority again, to not having enough power again. And and, and I think this last election is is proof that even though there is widespread voter suppression. Yes. That the that the Democratic Party if it calls for it can actually get their shit together and get enough people out to vote. I mean, what happened in Georgia is a fucking godsend.
2: Oh yeah, Stacey Abrams, if I'm correct. Yes. She Abrams, I mean, really carried Georgia. Got,
1: yes. I mean, the the two senate runoff races there were so close they had to do another one and and it's just I mean, at no one expected Georgia to go blue for Biden at all. Screaming a bunch of liberals in Georgia. And furthermore, to have two Senate races in the same state at once. I mean, that's bonkers. Mm -hmm. And and they both going blue. I mean, that's like huge. It's huge. It's absolutely huge.
2: Yeah, exactly. It takes McConnell's power away, which is fantastic because he never deserved it. And, you know, I just I think that I think I have hope for the nation, but I think this entire situation uh Biden in the next four years are going to be really long and hard.
0: That's
1: what she said. Oh, man, you just you just had that ready to go.
2: I did. I'm sorry. I got this new toy and I want to play with it.
1: <laughs> well, let me, let's me let be let's that be clear to said? anybody. that's <laughs> Let's be clear to anybody that's on either side of these issues just because biden won does not get him off the hook
2: oh god no not here at critical mass
1: it is now what nine o'clock at night 9 30 10 o'clock he's been quarter to 10 for, he's been president for almost 10 hours and i know that he signed a bunch of executive orders but he did as far as i know as far as i know there's kids in cages
2: sure there's still kids and in I, cages I,
1: I know he can't flip a switch and make that go away right away, but I am saying we will hold him accountable. You and I will hold him accountable. The voters will hold him accountable. Just because he's a Democrat in office does not make him an angel. No. Okay. And we have to do our best to call him out when he's doing something wrong and to keep him on the straight and narrow. Yeah, no, I. Uh, and furthermore, Kamala Harris, you know, wants to be the next president. And, oh, and yeah. Biden is clearly grooming her to be the first, not only female president, but female minority president. Mm-hmm. So, whether or not that's in four years, because Biden's 110, or whether it's eight years from now, it's going to happen. So, we need to keep our eye on her as well. This is, this is a former uh, law enforcement agent. Yes,
2: yeah, someone I mean, who's putting tons of people in color behind bars. These people are not perfect. That's another thing. You got your boy, Biden, your boy, Biden. I didn't even vote for Biden in the primaries.
1: Right, right, right. Listen,
2: I'm I'm literally I've said this from the beginning. I'm going to say it again. The reason I voted for Biden is the one platform he had that I loved, which is not he's not Trump. I was yeah, I was good. never it's
1: pretty good. It's pretty good.
2: And and honestly, now I want to give the guy a shot to do these things. But the fact of the matter is I'm not blinded by celebrity like mm-hmm. Trump supporters are. If Biden is not going to keep to his word, then I'm going to be saying the same shit I said about Trump. This isn't a blue red thing. I want a president. I don't care who his affiliations are. I want a I want a human being as a president. Is he going to get the kids out of the cages? I don't know. I can't answer that, but I will be critical of him while they are still there. Do we need immigration reform? Yes, we need immigration reform. Yes, we don't need open borders, but we don't need a wall.
1: Right. Right. I, I know that one of the things that he's talked about doing uh, as, as an executive order is to making changes to DACA, which is huge, you know. But for me, the biggest issue is the fact that kids are being tortured. And when I say tortured, I mean emotionally traumatized by being removed from their parents, separated from them. And then, you know, some sort of weird card catalog system that they have. I don't know. They've, they've lost one another. Yeah. The, the immigration specialists are like, I don't know, who's your dad? Pedro? I don't know where he is. Okay. Yeah. Well, they just give up. What the fuck are you doing?
2: South Park made it. I mean, it's it's South Park, so it's fucked up. But they did yeah. a whole episode about the kids in cages, and they said, You want a Mexican Joker? Is this is how you get a Mexican Joker.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> because you emotionally scar <laughs> one of these children so much that yeah. they'll, they're going to kill a whole lot of Americans. They're going to grow up right. hating Americans, and then they're right. going to kill a lot of them. But that line always stuck with me. You want a Mexican joker? This is how you get a Mexican joker.
1: I mean, I know it's a bureaucracy, and things are going to take time. Um, but at the end of the day, I know I don't know what's really going on down there, but I know that at one point we were having discussions about those kids not having soap or toothbrushes
2: yes and women getting forced hysterectomies um and women being raped by the um immigration officers Mm -hmm. because what's what's it
1: matter they're not people right right well they're they're like Uh, half of a human right i don't i and then three fists they're three fists that's the three fists rule is still in effect apparently
2: there you go but this is the thing that That makes me worried is do these people go into these professions knowing they have the chance to possibly do this or do they get into the profession with high hopes and dreams are crushed by reality and then just rape an immigrant, you know, or or, are an illegal alien. Um, you know what I mean? And I know that that sounds really crass and fucked up, but I'm sorry. Like, these are questions I ask. What are these people doing? Why are they doing it? I, I can't imagine seeing a scared woman terrified. that doesn't even speak the language. And your instinct is, well, I'm going to rape them. Like, I don't, I don't understand, I don't understand that. I'm not a better person. I'm not some like amazing fucking, I don't deserve a Nobel peace prize. But what I'm saying is, is where does that come into your brain? Do you see what I'm asking?
1: Yeah. Well, because they're giving these people jobs that they, they should not have had. I mean, they should have been screened. I mean, that's a separate issue altogether. Well, let's just talk about the fact that we have a fear of the outsider. I mean, that's what, that's what it boils down to. Because right now, over the last, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 years, it's been a fear of Mexicans or fear of Hispanics or the Latin culture coming up from, from the South, right? But before then, it was, what, a fear of Italians, right? They were the marginalized group. And before then, it was the fear of the Irish.
2: But so barely,
1: but, the, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying,
2: but all of that was so fleeting in comparison to others, like, you know, the execution of the Native Americans and the slavery of people of color. But yes, yes the yes. Italians had we, their bouts. The Irish had their bouts.
1: Right. But what I mean is as a, as, a, as as America is as a country, as a culture. Oh, you're saying scapegoats. We've, yes, we've always looked as, at the other. Oh, now, you know, during the potato famine, there was a huge rush of Irish immigrants coming in, and it was just like, fuck those guys, right? fuck them they're dirty they smell weird i don't like the way they talk and they're very stubborn and they're not very social and they suck and that's how people felt about the irish then the italians started coming over oh my god with the wops and the and the dagos and all this stuff and and and, it hurts me when you say it into the 50s and 60s, I mean, even during the Second World War, Italians were put in camps here in America because, my God, that might be talking to Mussolini himself.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, of course. And then the Japanese and in their internment camps. Right. Um. Right. America has sustained atrocity after atrocity right. to their own people more than any other country. Um, and not only to their own people, but to people trying to be American, which to me blows my mind that we're supposed to be the greatest country in the world, but we treat a lot of our own citizens like shit. And then people that want to be Americans, people still want to be American citizens, and we treat them even more like shit. Right. It's <laughs> it's mind blowing to me. That, you know, Trump talked about creating a patriot education. I don't know if you heard about this or read about this, where he said it's a liberal agenda to make America look like it's committed all of these atrocities. And in schools, it should only be taught of how great America is and all the okay, things that's, that
1: that's what a dictator does.
2: Thank you. That was exactly what I was going to say. It's exactly what I was going to say. That is dictatorship. That is dictator mentality. Okay. We, what is it that we cannot understand that these kids that we teach need to learn about the awful, awful things we did as a country, but also the beautiful, beautiful things we did as a country. Both. Mm -hmm. We need to learn these things as though not to repeat the same mistakes. This is not a liberal conspiracy. Education. <laughs> education.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? Facts and education are a liberal conspiracy. It's mind blowing. That's, that's that's where people have come to. That's that's sad.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, Dan. But I wanna say um, you know, before we go to our next break and come back with our everybody's favorite fuck you, I've got a whopper. Um, I want to say from critical mass podcast, I know, uh, you know, uh, president Biden and madam vice president Harris, you guys are longtime listeners. Um, so we want to say congratulations to you. Um, we will be very, we will scrutinize you. I'm sorry, but we're going to scrutinize you. Um, but don't let us down, please don't let us down. And we look forward to, uh, what you bring um, already, you know, less than 24 hours in, I'm far more impressed than the last guy that was there. So congratulations oh, yeah. to you.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Um, so we will be right back when we come back. Fuck you. <laughs> From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you. Weird don't forget a
1: towel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe
0: and don't forget a towel.
2: We are back with our fuck you.
1: Alright, let me let me go first because I do have some I do have a grievance that I want to air. Alright, well I, talk- I got a lot of problems
0: with you people.
2: So let's let us let them out
1: there you have it It, and it is an airing of grievances and um, just like Festivus but I I wanted you to follow my lead on this because I did have a very specific way that I want us to do our fuck you's for you. okay yeah
2: yeah yeah I'm listening
1: it's a soft one okay but I you know I will still include it in my fuck you section I go to a particular place almost every day uh, to go to the bathroom and sometimes I go there for lunch because I do feel guilty that I use their bathroom every day um, and I've noticed this is, a, this is a, a fast food restaurant, all right, and they have some tables open and some tables closed, booths, tables, et cetera, um, in order so that you could eat safely six feet apart from another group of people. Now, in the beginning of the pandemic, everybody was worried about surfaces. Oh, you can't touch this surface that you know, COVID could live on. You have to constantly... Clean it, etc. Even yeah. still today, that is that is a fact. COVID can live on certain surfaces, but mainly we're just worried about aerosols. You know, the little tiny bits of moisture that can contain the virus, etc. in the in the air. Sure, sure. Um, well, I go to this fast food restaurant almost every day, and 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 I'm definitely eating lunch there a few times a week. And I noticed one day in particular because i had just eaten lunch and sat at the same table that the wet cold snow from my boots had leaked off onto the floor in the the warm air inside and made a little like salt puddle of wetness underneath my feet it was there the next day oh yeah and, and so I, I thought, wow, that's kind of gross. That means you're not mopping your floors at the Ugh. end of every night. So I looked over at these booths and closed off and that no one can use. Yeah. And there yeah. was dust all over them. This is dust.
2: You're there every day?
1: Yeah. Huh. Almost. And I saw these, this dust and I thought, so that means you're not even like, Like, Swiffering? No. The the booze? Like, we're we're living in a pandemic. You're lucky. You are lucky that you're open. And there's swaths of people that are pissed off Mm -hmm. because Governor Cuomo says we can't do this and can't do that. Well, this is why, you fucking idiots, because he knows you're disgusting.
2: Yes. We all know how disgusting these people are.
1: So fucking clean your floors. Sanitize everything at the end of the night if you want to stay in business. That's all he's asking you to do. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to say a fuck you to certain chain restaurants that cannot clean their floors. I'd like to see the managers of these places be taken out into the middle of the street and shot. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an overreaction? Maybe. I
2: That's don't think I so. Go. So fuck you. Hey, Dan, you know, you take them and you. <laughs>
1: that's good that's good
2: just like that
1: um i mean i think it's fair
2: i think i think that's absolutely fair now i i have my mine's a little long oh boy so i'm gonna have i'm gonna ask you to bear with me okay
1: do we have a do we have a buckle up sound uh do we that's what we need uh, let me see we need a no no that's that's a zip up we need a buckle up like like someone's at the beginning of a roller coaster telling you to keep your arms and hands inside the ride already no not exactly no God
2: damn it all right well you know I tried just this just is, search this it this is kind of a long one so like I said bear with me please um so uh, we a wife and I okay we we don't spend a lot of money on ourselves for us things
1: as he, as you sit in front of a wall of toys
2: so that's different. Um, and I'm not going to get into the intricacies of why that's different. However, okay. in terms of things for us, for the house,
0: mm-hmm.
2: everything's for the children, which is fine. We're parents. That's what we do. Everything we buy is really for the edification, for the, the help to help the children, whether it's toys or furniture or clothes, whatever it is, kids, 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 kids. We don't, we don't do much for ourselves now. With the with COVID, things have been tough on us. We're home together constantly. Okay, um, it started out really rough because we had the kids with us while trying to work every day, um, which was a goddamn nightmare. Um, you know, we finally got the kids on schedules where they're in safe places. My daughter does school part-time. My son goes to daycare full-time. The places that they go are vetted to make sure that they're safe from the coronavirus or for safe for them not to spread it too, if if they were to come down with them. So, you know, it's been altogether very stressful. It's been a stress on the marriage, been a stress on the kids, been a stress on the home. We
1: think on work, or stress on your work too,
2: stress on the jobs. Um, but you know, we thank our lucky stars that we both are employed still, and we both can work from home. You know, um, and the work-life balance has been nice, but there's been a lot of stress that we were put under. So what we did was, with all that in mind, we said we we've never bought a furniture set together before. We've been together forever, and we've never bought a set of furniture before. We own a house but we, we are currently using the bedroom furniture that I had as a child. Oh, wow. That's the furniture we were using except for the bed. We had bought a new queen size bed like five years ago. Um, but, right. you know, springs and it was starting to really hurt the back. So he said, let's go. Let's do the whole shebang. So we're looking at we go to Ashley Furniture. Okay, we go to Ashley Furniture.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy, here
2: we go. Buckle up. I wish oh. I'm going to get a buckle up sounder now. Now. <clears throat> We go to Ashley furniture, we're, we're looking around the store and we, we find a couple of bedroom sets that we like, and we're like, you know, they're really affordable. They're really, they're affordable. They're affordable. They're affordable. So we looked at some that we liked that are, were out very much outside of our price range in terms of what we were looking at. Right. So then we did the credit check. And found out that we qualify for five years, no interest. Pretty good. Great. Great, actually. Zero interest for five years. So then we had a new conversation. We said, instead of getting a new bedroom set with a new mattress that we want to keep for the next five years, let's pick out something we want to keep for the next 20 years.
0: Right. So we go, off.
2: we go big, we get exactly what we want to the T right. okay. and then we just keep it for a very long time.
1: Right. That's the idea.
2: Right. Okay. So we decided to go that route. We got all the bells and whistles. Okay. King size bed. Okay. Serta Ooh. memory foam with the cooling gel insert, the headboard, the footboard, yeah, the headboard, the footboard, the beautiful I got I got this nice tall gorgeous tall dressing chest and she has a beautiful dresser with a big mirror. Um two nightstands that are USB capable. So you you plug you plug the nightstand. Like a hotel. In. It's like yes. when you go to a hotel. It's exactly what I thought too. You plug you actually you put the nightstand in it, but then you have to plug it in and then you got the USB ports so you can charge all your shit. Um, again, which is what I wanted for me. That was a a must have. So we did all that. Then they, they give us the price. Then we say, okay, what's the deal with the shipping? What's going to happen with this? (laughs) This is October. (laughs) This is October. Oh boy. So they say, well, due to COVID we're looking at December, January timeframe and this is october before you get your furniture. Oh, we we said we understand. We're not I mean it's not a huge deal. We
1: have a bad you know. I would have said now now what I'm looking at now is a floor model and that's tangible. I that's can, here. That's right. Put, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> we put that in the car? No. Um no, I I see what you're saying. But anyway, so they they said that. I said we said that's fine. And we understand. We're, we're in a pandemic. Yeah, we're not crazy people,
1: right? There's bigger fish to fry. There's,
2: there's bigger problems. There's, there's, right. there's a bedroom set. First world problems. Right. Right. So so then so they say to us, they say. That's the thing. And they're going to they're going to text us when everything's in and then we'll do delivery. It's beautiful. That's fine. Sign in the dotted line. We're done. We leave. Mind you, we did this all with a one-year-old in tow, and it was pretty much me chasing him around the store quite often because he's insane. So December comes, first week of December, we get a text message. All the furniture minus my dressing chest is in. Do we want to wait for the dressing chest, or do we want to deliver everything? So we said, oh, sweet, our bed. You know what I mean? King yeah, size. Absolutely. like No, deliver it. We'll wait on the dressing chest. We don't care. Just yeah, bring ev- bring everything else. They confirmed. I have it in writing. Confirmed that everything was in. Okay. So December 18th comes the day of delivery. I'm downstairs in my office like I am now. I'm working. Wife is upstairs in her office corner. Um, she's working. And, you know, they're here to deliver the stuff. So they say, do your thing. We'll we'll set it up. Just tell us where you want it. So we want the bed here. We want this here. Mind you, we got up at six to get the kid to daycare to then pack up the bedroom. Right. Like we, we packed day. the bed up. We packed the mattress right. up. The room was empty. Yeah. For them to bring stuff in. It's
1: it's hard to bring a bed in and put it on top of another bed.
2: Exactly. Especially if it's a king uh, to yeah. a queen. Right. Right. Or a queen to a king. Anyway. um, So the guys, you know, they do their thing. Then they say to my wife, come take a look. So I heard them, you know, and I got I can't got up, camp stairs. And the look on my wife's face was that of horror. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? So I go look. And all they had delivered were two nightstands and the bed frame, no box spring, no mattress, no mattress, no dresser, no mirror. We knew my dressing chest wasn't coming. So that was obvious. So I go, well, where's the mattress? Not on the truck. Then they showed me their, uh, what's it called? Their, uh, manifest we'll call it.
1: Yes. Manifest. Yeah.
2: And the manifest supported what the delivery driver was telling me. So like, well, is there another truck coming? They said, no, all the trucks get loaded in the morning and then we go out. There are no other trucks coming out. So I said, Oh, okay. So I got on the phone with them. I told these guys, I said, you guys can go. This is not your fault. I'm going to scream at someone else and it's not going to be you. And so I get on the phone and they tell me, a whole line of bullshit I said what are you gonna do to put you know to put a mattress on a truck I don't care about the rest of the furniture there's a king-sized bed frame I can't fit my queen back in there what am I supposed to I said to the lady on the phone can I come over and sleep at your place tonight so I said to her I said we'll pick up the kids and we'll all come over and she yeah. like laughed and I said I'm not I'm, I'm sorry I'm not laughing this is not laughter yeah. here yeah. I don't think this is funny Tell me where you live. We'll come over. But anyway, so I said, can I go into the store and yell at someone? That's what I said. And she goes, you absolutely can. I said, I'm I'm going to.
1: Oh, wow.
2: I said, bye. I hung up. Wife's face just oh shit. I'm like, I'll be back. I'll be back yeah. when I'm done. I said, mm-hmm. get in the car. I go to Ashley. God bless these people. They were fantastic. The store. The store. The store.
1: Not our friend, Ashley.
2: No, the store, the store, Ashley Furniture. I go to the store. I get in and I proceeded to raise hell. Mm -hmm. I didn't swear and I didn't raise my voice, not one time, but I was very stern. I told them I wasn't going to leave till they figured it out. I said, you got a lot of chairs here. You're a furniture store. So I'll pick one (laughs) of us. I'm going (laughs) to sit in it.
1: I'll be very comfortable. uh, And I'll wait.
2: They had like four managers around a single computer trying to figure out what to do.
0: Wow. They tell me that there's
1: you had the documentation It proved that they said we got all the stuff and it's coming and you You should have
2: seen their faces. When I showed them the, I had all screenshotted and on my phone, I was like doing holding up my phone to them. Like go ahead read this. And they were like, (laughs) they were like their faces were like, yeah. And then, then they tell me there's nothing they can do. Yeah. Oh, nothing. I said, I want to speak to the highest person possible. Mm -hmm. They, they put me on the phone with some customer service manager.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I'm on the phone. There's a row of people like cashiers. They're all listening to me on the phone. Right. And I said, what are we going to do? What are we going to do about this? Because let me tell you something, this order is huge. And the woman on the phone yeah. says, she goes, yes, it is. I said, yeah. you know how badly you'll be fucked if I just tell you I cancel the order, send a truck and come get your shit. I'll leave it in the front yard. I said, like, do yeah. you know? She goes, no, I understand. We don't want to lose the sale. We really don't want to lose the sale. I said, okay, great. So what are you going to do to make me happy? She said, right. well, I'll give you $300 off your order. Dan, I la- I laughed. I just laughed. Yeah.
1: That sounds to me like a fraction.
2: Dude, not even. Cost. I <laughs> laughed. And I laughed. And she goes, well, I'm not really sure. I said, you're not really sure? I said, mm, 300 isn't even close to what I want. So she gets, she goes off. She comes back. She puts me on hold. She comes back. She goes, we'll give you a $700 gift card. I said, 700 gift card. I said, no, I don't want a $700 gift card. That's not what I want. I don't want a gift card. Can I use the gift card towards this bill? I'm sorry. It's only for new purchases. I said, then I don't want it. Uh, So, so she goes, she comes back. She goes, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll either do $700 off your order or a thousand dollar gift card. I lost it. I said, you listen to me. We are currently at a crossroads. Yeah. A crossroads of I am ever going to shop at your store ever again, but you want to give me a a hook to come back to your store, (laughs) forcing me to come back because of your free. I said, that doesn't help me. To a place That's, I'm not happy with. I said, as of right now, I'm never coming back here again oh. because of all the shit I had to go through to figure this out. Yeah. So you take that $700 gift, you take that $700 and you make it a thousand. I don't want a gift card. Well, we can't do that. I said, well, you'll figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Or I'm canceling the order. So I look up and I see the general manager of the store and the other managers all going like, cut, cut it. Yeah. So with, with giving me thumbs up,
1: like they figured out something else or they think that the deal is good.
2: So I'm like, the people here are telling me to get off the phone with you. So I hand it to one of the managers. She goes on, she goes, just stay on stay the line for a second. So she puts her down and all the managers go to a back room and I'm just mm-hmm. standing there. I'm like, all the ladies in the front, though, were all just listening to me talk, which, right. you know, I have low self-esteem, so I need that. Right. <laughs> right. So they all come back and she gets on the phone and she goes, all right, we're going to cover this from here. Thanks a lot. Click. She goes, well, we're just going to give you $1,000 off and we're going to make it look like you already made a $1,000 payment.
1: Fantastic. I said, I great. Mean, it's a start. But in, the, said, in the meantime, you're like, where am I going to sleep tonight?
2: Yeah. So I said, all right. So I had to take a queen size mattress and put it on the king size bed frame. It was very dangerous right. getting up and out of the bed repeatedly. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. and I I took pictures and I said, just so you know, my brother's an attorney, and I will sue you if I end up smashing my face. So it is in your best interest to expedite this.
0: Yeah. Good we
2: call. we didn't get the mattress until. January twelfth. Wow, and this happened all on the eighteenth. And you 18th know what I said? December. Yep.
1: So almost a month later.
2: And you know oh, what? Come I- on. And you know what? I still don't have.
1: Oh, your dresser. My dressing chest. Yeah. yeah Everything else is here. Well, I'm not surprised when you said Ashley. Did you see my my posture just sunk to the ground?
2: It sounds like you don't like them either.
1: Oh, uh, we've we've had a long history, Ashley and I. But, um, even our friend Ray Ray, who's been on the show, has talked about her frustrations with Ashley. They, her and uh, Joshua bought dressers and bedroom stuff from them, and and I think, sh- no, not shutters. That was a different issue. But yeah, I think yeah, that was it different. took forever. Dude, they take forever. Their warehouse is awful. The salesman will sell you something they don't even have. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll get you on the hook and they're like, okay, you're ready to go. You spent four hours there. And then they're like, oh, this one's on back order. Yeah. So I can't do it. I mean, I know maybe this happens with a lot of furniture places, but over and over again, I hear this with Ashley. I mean, my wife currently now, when we were just boyfriend and girlfriend living together in Sin, um, we, we moved into an apartment and we did not have a lick of furniture, we didn't have anything. So yeah. we didn't have a couch. And I sat on a gaming chair, and she sat in a camping chair. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking slobs. Awful. It was awful. and and we waited and waited. We finally found the furniture actually waited and waited, and they said, "Oh, this was this was years before the pandemic. And we waited and we called and we said, "Well, this is supposed to be delivered by now. What's going on?" And the guy on the phone goes, "Well, it's, you know the warehouse is just backed up."
2: Yeah, it's always the warehouse. The warehouse is backed up all the time.
1: But Okay. I don't give a shit who's backed up. Tell me where the fuck it is. I'll go rent a truck. Get it the fuck here. Like, it's not, I don't understand. Yeah. It's so frustrating. We waited forever. It was unreal. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 actually, I'm sorry. We waited so long with Ashley, <laughs> we canceled the order. It had been like three or four weeks past the time that they told us, and we were literally sitting on chairs in the middle of the living room like, like I told you, we just got so frustrated. We said, well, fuck you. We're not giving you our money then. So we, we walked down to um, not rock city furniture. It was another kind of low end place like that. A little bit cheaper.
2: Sure. Sure. And,
1: and, and we got it like the next week. Like I <laughs> yeah, I don't understand.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't even know with my dressing chest. I know that there's another furniture store. I believe it's called Markson's. That also carries the Ashley lines. Mm-hmm. um. So we, I mean, if, I, if they're going to keep dicking me around with the dressing chest, I'm just going to cancel it and go buy one at Markson's and then have it wow. fucking delivered to my house. This is the thing. Fuck you, Ashley furniture. Fuck you. Okay. Period. Like, I don't know how you're still in business. I don't know how you run the business. The one thing I will say is that the people in store were fantastic. They were really great. They paid a lot of attention to me, um, you know, and and really wanted to make this right. But they were so powerless to the fact that their corporate structure is so awful, is so, so awful. Um, So, like, I don't understand why people storm the Capitol. We should be storming Ashley Furniture's
1: Um, (laughs) and just, you know, what would what would you like to see happen to the corporate structure? at Ashley Furniture.
2: I uh, the entire place needs to be revamped from the ground up. Um, everything from their delivery structure to their warehousing to everything. They need to don't put things in your floor unless you have it. Don't don't or put a sign on it that says not currently in stock. Um you know, give realistic time frames. Um, don't let sales text people to tell them that their order is in. Don't Whoa. That's what it was. That's where it started. It was a salesperson that said that our order was in and set up the delivery time because of what wow. happened with us. They won't do that anymore with salespeople. That's what they said. That's what they said, at least. Yeah. Um. But this is the thing. I, I, I left it with them. Well, give me my dressing chest. And then I'm never doing business with you again, period. I will never step foot in your in your store again. You've lost a customer forever. And it's not because the furniture was late. It's because your absolute disregard for your customers, you still, you just don't give a shit. Once you make the sale, you don't care. Don't tell me that you do because you don't. Okay. If you did, let me
1: ask, let me ask you a couple of questions. Go ahead. please. No, no. I did.
2: If if you did care, I would have gotten all of my furniture already and it would have been done in a more timely fashion.
1: So let's just go to the issue of a of a king size uh, mattress that you were lacking and box spring. Um, is there only one warehouse that makes these mattresses? I,
2: I don't know. The mattress is third party because it's Serta; it's not Ashley, so they had to wait for them to have it in stock. But why would you sell it, and then why would you tell me it's ready, and then tell me? It's not.
1: Well, what I'm saying is, is that there's no way that there wasn't a single king size Serta mattress and box spring set that existed in the country, right? I mean, I mean yeah, that's not like there was. It's not like there was zero available anywhere. Sure. So what I'm saying is, is if I worked for Ashley. I would have tried to find a way to get you a king-sized mattress and box spring from Serta, mm-hmm. whether it was on a, in a warehouse in Seattle, in Canada, wherever, shipped to you directly on a commercial or private delivery system. Yeah. There the. All you have to do is find a way around your problem. Exactly. And they weren't willing to go that extra mile to figure that out.
2: They weren't. And that I think maybe the part of that that bothers me is that's what my job is all day, every day.
1: Right. Is, is
2: making the impossible possible through the means of, of what I do specifically. So when I see someone that's just not doing that, it's like, well, why? Because I gave you my money. I rented your behavior so I'm asking for the behavior that I paid for. So go fi- see if they would have been like, hey, listen, we had to get your CERTA from a third party somewhere else. I know it's late, but we're going to have it shipped to you in like three days. Um, you know, we'll, we'll cover all that. Then see, I have two children and a living room, all of which need to have updated furniture, all of which could have been Ashley sales, all of which won't be. They right. lost right. all of that income.
1: Right. And furthermore, the billions of listeners to our show that are now not going to go to Ashley.
2: Exactly. So fuck you, Ashley Furniture. And as critical mass, um, critical masturbators, um, please yeah. don't shop there. And uh, we're offering a once in a lifetime. If you don't shop there and tell us your story, um, we will give you an appreciative nod.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll send you a sticker in the mail. Exactly exactly well what do you think dan we're back we're back in action we're back and we are on fire so keep those ear holes open folks because we're gonna pour sweet hot molten sex right into it
2: that that we are for the next i mean at least 10 weeks right
1: probably who knows give or take exactly
2: exactly all right well with that being said i want to thank the live studio audience for being there with us today That's really shut long. up that's really long i want to i'm gonna work on that um
1: the audience that we don't have it we have the applause sign but it got stuck we need, a, we need a shut up sign.
2: that's right that's right we need to work on that uh that's my bad um but yeah. in the process i want to thank our friends over at the insensitive culture podcast please listen to them for all your pop culture loveliness Um, Make sure that you check us out as well as many other fantastic podcasts over at don'tforgetatowel.com or DFAT. Um, They can be found on Facebook. Um, You can catch me on their podcast, Star Warriors. Um, So please, please check that out as well if you're a Star Wars fan. Um, Check out the Genesee Beard Company because they just make your beard so beautifully sexy and sexual. And uh, I feel like I'm missing...
1: You've oh. literally covered everyone. So I've covered everyone. All right. Thank you, listeners, and especially those of you in Tacoma, Washington. Uh, I, I, don't know. I, don't I know love you. you. And uh, party on, Wayne.
2: Thanks, everyone. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs>